Blog Talk Radio. Politics will never be the same. Welcome to the War Room with Big Sarge and J5O. We talk politics, world events, and the disease they call liberalism. Join us every Friday for our roundtable discussion as two conservatives and two liberals go head-to-head on three topics. Also, join our Saturday open topic discussions and call in to comment or discuss anything that you like. Both shows go live at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays and Saturdays. Remember, the War Room is live and unedited. They don't call this the War Room for nothing, folks. Now here's your host and co-host, Big Sarge and J5O. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, about the chat room getting it open kind of late. We got it up and running right now in BTR, so if you uh, are out there listening, uh, go ahead and get in the chat room and uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, uh, transferring over, over to the other chat room here in just a minute. It's open topic discussion tonight as Big Sarge and J5O tackle the tough issues that normal talk shows are afraid to. Please call into our show to discuss, comment, or debate any of the topics that we are discussing. This is a two-hour show that will make you think, keep your mind rolling, and we might change a thought or two. The topics are hot. The people are intelligent. This is an adult show and not for the faint of heart. They don't call this the war room for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for your support. I see the chat room in BTR is uh, filling up uh, quite well already. It's great to see everybody in there. We're going to talk about the chat room in just a second, ladies and gentlemen, so hang in there. Uh, Again, I want to thank everybody for their support. Uh, Our show has uh, definitely uh, exploded here, and we've only been – as soon as we rebranded over to the War Room with Big Sarge and J5O – Uh, Our listenership has just exploded. So I want to thank everybody that listens all over the world. And when I say that, I mean that truly because everybody all over the world really listens to this show. And uh, I can't thank you all enough. But there's some big changes coming up, and we're we're going to talk about that in uh, just a few minutes. So please follow us on uh, uh, American Patriot Radio. That uh, web address is um, patriotics dash radio.com so if you haven't went there go there now patriotic-radio.com and hit the live button because we're streaming live on american patriot radio and we're so appreciative that american patriot radio has picked us up thank you jay for posting that in the chat room if everybody can move over to that right now um, i'll explain in just a minute on how to uh, access that chat room because we're uh, getting ready to do a lot of changes here and like i said i'll explain that in a minute 
Also come by our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash War Room 101. That again is www.facebook.com forward slash War Room 101. We also have our Twitter page at the War Room 101, T-H-E, War Room 101. So come and visit us, add us on them, uh, hit like on Facebook, uh, become a part of the conversation, the discussions. We have some great discussions. It's been a slow week this week as far as news is concerned. Hey, I, I know, Mary, you have to register, but there's a, it's, it's a good thing for us because uh, American Patriot Radio is, is, is helping our radio show um, expand. It's taking us away from that BTR platform, and um, it only takes about a minute to register, but it's worth it. It definitely is worth it. Just trust me on this, Mary. If you love Big Sarge, if you love J50, you'll do it for us because you're helping us out. And guess what? We're not going to be on BTR very long, so guess you're going to have to catch us on American Patriot Radio. And if you want to be a part of the chat, if you want to be a part of the chat room, uh, you'll have to do that. And you know what? We'll get there in just a minute, and uh, we'll talk about that in just, just a second. But again, let's go back to uh, our Facebook page. Please, I invite everybody to please invite everybody on your Facebook page, your friends, to boost our numbers on Facebook so we can get the uh, word out. Because you know what? There's a lot of progressive, there's a lot of liberal radio shows out there that are gaining ground over the conservative radio shows, and we really don't need that to happen. So if you can, please hit like on our Facebook page and, and uh, share it with your friends. Um, there, is a, there is a place where you can uh, invite each and every one of your friends to like our Facebook page and uh, make sure you explain to them uh, that it's for a good reason. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure that happens. I re, uh, Jay and I would really appreciate that if you would do that. And you know what? Become a part of the discussion. We have great discussions on our Facebook page. We have liberals that comment. Um, we have conservatives that comment. We have independents that comment. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a great discussion. So please uh, join us there. And also join us in the APR chat room. And, and again, Doc Miola is going to be in the APR chat room. If you have any questions, he'll talk you through it to get you um, set up in it. Uh, we're going to take about uh, one more month here on BTR. Uh, try to push everybody over to APR radio. And in a month, uh, we're going to be doing our live shows. It's going to be in HD, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to sound like crap like BTR does. It's going to be in high definition. So it's definitely going to be worth it. Jay and I are going to sound so sexy. You guys are going to love us. And uh, um, I'll leave the rest up to you. <laughs> Come on, Mary. Come over with Big Sarge, baby. Don't let me down. Don't let us all down. If you love me, you'll come over. If you love Big Sarge, you love J50, you'll come over and you support us because you know what? Uh, we support you. We support everybody that's uh, in the conservative uh, uh, atmosphere there. So please do that and, uh, and help us help you help everybody else uh, realize that the uh, disease we call liberalism will go to the side and uh, we'll be able to spread our word as a conservative radio show. I can see we already have Rondo in the queue already, Jay. So uh, that's, that's a great thing. So sit back, relax and join us in the war room because you know what? Politics will never be the same.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, welcome back to the War Room. We appreciate everybody um, that has uh, been listening to our show here. You know, again, I cannot express the gratitude that Jay and I have for each and every one of you listening into our show. Um, I'm going to have Jay on here in just a minute after I go through and finish my introduction, and, and then you get to you'll get to uh, talk to Jay. Everybody wants to talk to Jay. I know he's a sexy beast, so. Behave for just a couple of minutes, <laughs> and we'll get to we'll get to uh, to J five O here. We got a lot of great news, you know. Today it was great. You know, I woke up this morning about eight o'clock. I usually go to the pickle barrel. Bill Pickle has a pickle barrel uh, show, but uh, Dave kind of took it over this morning. And uh, the first hour was a bunch of uh, uh, it was it was like a comedy hour. It was great. I had fun. It was uplifting. And then the second hour, we kind of got into a little serious discussion. But you know what? APR, American Patriot Radio, ladies and gentlemen, this is where it's going to be at. You need to move over there because BTR is going to be a thing of the past in a minute here. The who's who is over on American Patriot Radio. And like I said, if you love Big Sarge, if you love J50, move over there for us because that's where we're going to be in a month anyhow. And you're not going to see us on BTR anymore because I'm telling you, I'd rather stream our message out on high definition uh, rather than um, uh, sitting here and listening to the crappy uh, recording uh, that uh, recording stuff that BTR has, so please, please, I'm, I implore you, I beg you, move over to APR Radio. That's where you're going to catch us. If you love the show, if you're a true supporter of the show, if you're a true um, patriot. Uh, that's where we're going to be. And you know what? We're not going to be a BTR here in a month anyhow, so you have to move over there if you want to listen to us. We have a lot of great news, great stuff coming up. I want to thank Doc Miola personally and, and the gang over there for the great shows they've been having. I've been listening to a lot of the shows over there. And uh, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, American Patriot Radio is the wave of the future for conservative radio. So please move over there. BTR is going to be a thing of the past because of, uh, um, you know, I'd rather stream. I'd rather have my stuff come. I'd rather have my message come over in high definition. Well, I'm going to sound so great. I can't wait to have it. I mean, it's just, it's just it's a lot of great things coming up and, and I'm so excited. I know I'm tap dancing around here left and right, but you know, I'm, I'm really super excited about what's going to happen here in the near future for uh, the war room and uh, for APR. So ladies and gentlemen, I implore you to please get over there. And that web address again is patriotic-radio.com. Hit the little live button that's down in the corner. You'll see a a set of headphones and it says live. Listen to live. You'll see a chat tango thing. Don't go to chattango.com. Go to the chat tango login page. Sign up. I swear to God, it only takes 15 to 30 seconds to do it. And bam, you're in. If you want to know who's in the chat room, if you go down to the lower right-hand corner, you'll see a number. Right now it says 17. All you have to do is click on that, and it'll show everybody that's in the chat room. Of course, we have a lot of people in the chat room already. I really appreciate you guys moving over there. Um, it's, it's great to see you. All right, let's get on. Uh, let's, let's get on. So, oh, by the way, Doc, after today, I kind of took Doc show. Doc filled in for Bill Pickle today. Um, during the 8 a.m. show uh, on APR. And uh, uh, during the work week, I kind of go over there at 8 a.m. and I kind of hang out 
at uh, at uh, Bill Pickle show, and uh, it surprised me to see Doc Miola and Candy and and John and a couple of other folks all there this morning. It was a great show, actually. I had a, I had a great time, and you know what, John, I would uh, love to hang out with you and do a show with you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one thing on the chat room on APR. If you want to change your picture, if you want to do anything, just click on your picture where the question mark is. It'll bring up a little uh, window. You can do everything from there. All the avatars. Uh, and everything. You could set your own picture in it. Uh, um, there's uh, it, it, This chat is, is really amazing. And please bear with us. It's a work in progress. Um, I think it's a great chat program. I think it's better than the BTR one. And uh, um, the more people we get to come over to American Patriot Radio, the better. So please move over to American Patriot Radio. I really, really would appreciate it. All right. Um, we have a lot of great things coming up. Jay has been busy building our website. We have a website. Jay, if you want to, go ahead uh, in APR and in the BTR chat. Um, go ahead and plug our website, if you will, please. Um, we uh, Jay's been working really hard. And you know what? It, it's great to see that, that um, I had accidentally ran into Jay during um during a uh, um we used to play a, a video game together 15 years ago when we were younger and he was a part of my guild uh, long story short we became great friends 15 years ago we reconnected just a few years ago on facebook and um i had some technical technical difficulties i think it was my first or second show and you know what he picked it up and ran with it. And I'm going to tell you, it was great. And I knew right there, you know, bang, that's my co-host. I got to bring him on the show. And I'm, I'm glad I did because everybody loves him. So, Jay, if you want to go ahead and um, uh, plug our, our new website. Again, our website is a work in progress. We do have a Kickstarter that we want to tell everybody about. It's um, We're going to try to uh, get a Kickstarter page together so we can upgrade some of the equipment we have so we can sound better, so we can get the word out. Um, so uh, we can make our radio show um, better than it than it already is. So um, you'll see on the website, on the tab, that there's a Kickstarter page. Visit it. Spread the word about it. Excuse me. We really appreciate it. All right. A couple of uh, – two more things, and then I'll get Jay on here. Um, we have a couple of schedule changes. Tonight we're doing a – open topic. We usually do a round table for Friday nights, but we're doing an open topic tonight because this is our last Friday night show. We're moving to Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, we will be moving eventually over to APR. So that that time will not change. That's our political talk show. Also, for all you conspiracy theorists out there, we're doing a Wednesday show from 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 4 p.m about conspiracy theories. That's kind of a fun show that Jay and I kind of put together and we're going to try it out to see if it works. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, um, it doesn't, you know, no harm, no foul. We always have our political talk show. We can fall back on. That's our, our bread and butter. and That's our baby. But, um, you know, catch us at, from starting next week at 10 PM Eastern standard time on Saturday nights. And then uh, two to 4 PM for our Wednesday conspiracy theory shows. So, Again, all the loyal listeners out there, all the people that are joining in our chat room, we really appreciate it. Um, um, I cannot express my gratitude um, 
for uh, all the help that uh, you, ladies and gentlemen, have uh, have got us. Uh, Jay, uh, you want to go ahead and go down the chat room for us there, real quick, my brother, and then and uh, welcome everybody. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, we're sitting here looking at Bigfoot. What's going on, man? We got Doc Miola, of course. Uh, we uh, we love this man. Um, BTR representing, but um, not doing what we needed to do. So it looks like we're making a change. We're going to be going over to American Patriot Radio, thanks to Doc, and we want to give him a lot of thanks for that. Uh, we have Golf Dogs in here as well with LD1, uh, No Way Out Radio, Reactionary, Smokey TX, and the Alaskan. Good to have you here tonight. And uh, we are just excited to be on uh, American Patriot Radio. Uh, we've been talking about it all day. Um, we've got the website up. Unfortunately, I can't link the web, web, website at this time because we don't have the static, um, uh, the .com that we uh, bought ported over from GoDaddy yet. So uh, we will have that probably tomorrow, and uh, we'll start getting the website pushed out. Um, you guys, I hope you're going to love it. Uh, we also have a Kickstarter that we're uh, starting to uh, help out the show. So any of you guys who love us as much as we love you guys, you know, help us out. We'll uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, go ahead, Sarge. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get into the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before I start, I want to do a rant. And uh, the thing about my rants, uh, we named it Sarge Says. We haven't got a little uh, bumper for that yet, but we're working on that. And I'll have a bumper for Sarge Says probably at the end of the week. Um, so uh, with that said, we're going to start out with Sarge Says. Then we're going to get right into the topics. And look, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, the call-in number is 929-477-1432. That number, again, is 929 929- 477-1432. So please call in. We'll get to you in just a second after we do our um, our uh, our little rant here. This week, and you know, it, it pisses me off that the left continues to be, um, continues to, to, to tell us how we have to live our life. For example, um, I've called this guy out numerous times, not only on his show, which is uh, I'm on Fox NFL, Shannon Sharp. I think Shannon Sharp is a race baiter, racist. I think he hates white people. Uh, I, I think the guy wants to divide us more than he wants to unite us. And I've called him out numerous times. And the guys never responded. I told him, I said, and excuse me, ladies in, in the room, I said, grow a pair of balls, come on the war room and debate us about this particular subject. This particular subject is Kaepernick. For those of you who, who don't watch football, Kaepernick is a, or was a quarterback on the San Francisco 49ers, and he kneeled uh, during the national anthem um, in regards to what he calls oppression of, uh, of uh, the police force on the uh, black population. All right. A lot of people have a problem with that. I am particularly one of the people. And Sarge says that Kaepernick could have done this differently. 
Now the NFL's not picking up. Any team in the NFL's not picking him up as a quarterback. And now all these uh, race bait and son of a son of a guns are coming to his side and say, Oh my God, the NFL's not picking up, picking him up because he had, you know, he, uh, he's a social justice warrior and he believes in this and he believes in that. He kneeled in front of the, he kneeled during the national anthem. And that's the reason why they're not picking him up. No capper Dick. I call him capper Dick for a reason. They're not picking you up because you suck as a quarterback. One in 16 is not a good, (laughs) is not good for your resume. I don't give a shit what anybody says. No, don't. Ladies and gentlemen, do not look at the American Patriot Live um, call-in number. The call-in number to my show tonight for the next month is 929-477-1432. We're still using the BTR side of the house until we completely move over to APR, and that'll take about another month for us to move over there. Okay, and let me get back to what I was talking about with Kaepernick. Look, this dude sucks as a quarterback, all right? Anybody that goes 1-16 for a season doesn't have a reason to be picked up by another team. Not only that, the coaches do not want that in their locker rooms. They don't want some guy who says, you know, that I'm going to bend, I'm going to kneel down during the national anthem, which folks out there, and I'm privy to it because I've seen it happen. I've seen my brethren die for that, for this country. I've seen them go out there and fight in battle for this country. And for you to come back and kneel in front of millions of people on national television or the national anthem, that's not only a disgrace to you, that's a disgrace to society, and that's a disgrace to the United States of America. There's a thousand different ways you can get your point across. And then that son of – excuse my French, ladies. I'm sorry. I'm hot tonight. But that son of a bitch wants to come on national TV the very next day wearing a Castro shirt and talking about oppression. And the very next week, he wants to come back on national TV yet again and have a Che Chavez shirt on and talk about oppression. Really? Are you that stupid, Kaepernick? Are you really that dumb that you can't see that your own that your own beliefs contradict yourself? I am so sick and tired of the freaking left. I'm so sick and tired of these social justice warriors coming to us, dictating how we should live our freaking lives. I am so sick of it. I'm tired of them telling us, you know what, you're conservative, you're wrong. I'm tired of them telling us we have to tear down our history just because somebody might be offended because of it. I'm sick and tired of saying we might not have to be able to fly our flag outside of our house because some, some freaking Muslim might get offended. Or somebody from another religion might get offended. You know what? I live in a homeowners association in my in my community, and uh, the homeowners association told me I needed to take my flag down. And I said, over my dead body, you better bring an army to take my flag down outside of my house because I have every goddamn right to fly that flag and honor my country and the people that died for this country. That's what that flag means to me. It's not a symbol. It's not something that I think I have to worship. And anybody with any sense in their mind would know that. We're not worshiping a flag. We're not pledging allegiance to a flag. It's a, it's a metaphor. It's something that's called integration into our society as Americans. But yet, we have people that come over here as refugees and want to take over our country and want to tell us how 
we should live our lives even though we've been living here since day one. And for me, ladies and gentlemen, and, and again, I apologize for my potty mouth, that's bullshit. Nobody should tell me that hasn't lived in my country for more than six months is going to tell me how to live in my own damn country. I fought for this country, so if anybody has a right to tell you how to live in this country, it's myself and it's other veterans who have fought for this country. And I'm telling you right now, um, I hope he doesn't get picked up. I hope Kaepernick goes back to his – it's great because right now you haven't seen him do anything. You know, you haven't seen him – <laughs> you haven't seen him uh, uh, really getting out there to, to do anything. You want to take your million dollars instead of donating your million dollars to Black Lives Matter? How about you donate it to a black community that's poor that could use that money instead of some crappy-ass um, um, racist organization that doesn't do anything for myself or any other, any other uh, uh, anybody, period. It just ticks me off to no end. I see it constantly. I was out the other day and <laughs> I was talking to my wife and we were at the Starbucks just talking, just having a regular chat and, um, you know, talking about how the world events and how everybody hates Trump, yada, yada, yada. And I had this lefty try to interrupt my conversation with my wife and tell me, well, you know what? You're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I turned around and told that girl, I said, look, first off, Mind your own freaking business because this conversation doesn't pertain to you. And I said, second, before you spew your rhetoric to me, you better have your facts straight. Because if not, I'm going to shotgun blast you back into the next century. Whew, that's Sarge says, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think, Jay? J5O, you're on the air. What do you think? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think we lost uh, Jay. No, you got me. Um, no, that was uh, you hit the nail right on the head, dude. I cannot understand this disease of liberalism that makes these people have such backwards notions. It drives me crazy. Um, one example of that is um, the fact that Harvard, Harvard University, is going to hold an all-black graduation. Okay, now correct me if I'm wrong here, Sergeant. I'm going to need your assistance on this. Um, wasn't uh, wasn't the, the battle for civil rights fought so blacks could be included and not segregated? Oh, exactly, one hundred and ten percent. Okay, now if that's if that's the point here, then why are blacks now voting Democrat, the party of the KKK? They're wanting to have segregated groups like BLM. They're wanting to have segregated graduations in high schools and colleges. It goes completely against everything that Martin Luther King and and others fought for and died for. I just I can't understand the, the backwardsness. I can't understand the fact that the United States just years after 9/11 had an obviously Muslim president with a name like Barack Hussein Obama. I mean, I I, I can't wrap my head around it. I really can't, Sarge. Right, right. So I got I got Rondo on the air. I, I want to hear Rondo's input. Jay, you got some feedback, brother. I don't know what's going on there. I'm going to mute you until you figure figure that out. Rondo. Tell us what you think yeah. about what I just said. Well, I, I agree, basically. The BLM doesn't really help anybody. It, and they completely, you know, they completely ignore what else is going on in the neighborhoods besides cops shooting blacks. You have blacks shooting blacks, which is why the cops are in the neighborhood in the first place. 
And and you can't, you know, as much as they'd love to disassociate themselves, they say, well, it's not a matter of how many blacks are being shot by one another. It's justice when police shoots blacks. But you, you can't disconnect the two. One relates to the other. I, I don't think they'd be that nervous, you know, if the crime rate and the shootings in the neighborhood were... Oh, that bad, you know? I mean, what what do you expect? Right, right. And, you know, the thing about it is, um, you know, like, I, and, and, and it's like a disease. As soon as one starts it, the next, and I'm getting back to the whole Kaepernick thing, because, you know what, it really pisses me off. I mean, <laughs> I can see that. I'm sorry, man, but, you know, I just can't stand some son of a gun like that who grew up with white parents who gave him everything he and – and the guy was good in high school. He was great in college, not so good in the NFL. But, I mean, people have that. Maybe he just needs to find the right team. But you know what? What the people like Shannon Sharp don't understand is people don't want to take a chance on that. And you know what? And they yeah. give other people shit about it. They give coaches shit about it. They're like, oh, they're racist because they don't want to take Kaepernick up, you know? Well, no, but I don't think any teams need all that much controversy. They just want to play ball. Right, and that's what I said. That's what I tried to tell um, Shannon Sharp. You know, like I said, I called him out a few times on his show, and I said, look, here's the deal, Shannon Sharp. I said, first off, you're race bait. Everything seems to be about race with you. I said, you're one of the people that tend to divide this country rather than unite this country. I said, second thing is, I said, coaches don't want that in the damn locker room. They want one thing and one thing only. They want their quarterback, who usually is the leader of the team, to get out there on the field and lead their team to victory. That's all they give a shit about. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and uh, despite, I mean, he has a a constitutional right to – Say what he wants to say. I think, in fact, I think it was Nietzsche who, who said, uh, "Don't leave your values in the lurch simply because they give you a, a lot of grief." Basically, I'm paraphrasing. But he, you know, I don't know what he's complaining about. I don't know what anybody's wanting. What did he think was going to happen? Right, right. And you know, you know? I understand. I understand 110. percent You're absolutely right. And we have another crawler on the line. I think it's Rich. Um, I understand 110% he has a constitutional right for his First Amendment to do this. However, there's a time and a place for it, and the time and a place is not on the football field. I don't want your shit to be out on the fo- on the field. I only want to go there to watch football. I don't give a crap about your your social justice views. You want to do something, do it off the field. My coach back in the day when I played football told me, if you bring this crap out on the field, I'm going to kick your ass back on the bench. And that's how it should be. But you know what? A lot of coaches are afraid to do that because the majority of coaches are white. And the first thing they're going to do is say, oh, my God, he's a racist. And that's, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, 570, I'm assuming... But I'll tell you something. It, I, right. I tend to think it has more of how he identifies with himself. Right. And I think if he's suffering from some kind of guilt, which says, okay, you know, I've, I've been raised by white parents. Maybe I'm just not black enough. <laughs> you, know? you know, that's that's a good, actually, that's a good point. Um, that's been brought up before, you know? Yeah, and that, and that and if you look at it that way, that's the thing that's motivating all this stuff. He's never right. lived in the ghetto. He's never even had a cop run up on him. It's not no, a personal no. experience he's talking about. 
Right. And, and, and we all know, and I, I've said this a thousand times, and this is a fact. This is not something that Big Sarge is just making up. There is more cop on white killings than there is cop on black killings in the United States. Um, however, we don't see a big uproar about that. And I think that's the double standard that we have as Americans. You know, we only see the one-sided word tunnel vision. Yeah, I have to go agree with you on that. And that's the unfortunate part. Because <laughs> it just seems to me that there, anybody who, who doesn't hold blacks to the same standard as whites... See, we can make an excuse for that. Oh, you know, we can. There are liberal whites who can look at that and say, "Well, you know, look at where they come. You can't talk about the crime in the neighborhoods because they're poor and they don't have educational opportunities and this and that and the other." But that kind of dehumanizes blacks and say that well, we're not in control of ourselves when that's not even the case. And liberals right. will do that on occasion. They'll they'll pick up a, a different standard of behavior for blacks than they would for whites. Right, right, right. And you're absolutely right. All right, I got a caller five seven zero. I'm assuming that's Rich. Uh, uh, five seven zero. Five seven zero. Is that you, Rich? Greetings, gentlemen. How are you this evening? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. I I know you got something to say about this. So go ahead. Um, about what part? And just whatever part you want to, like I said, it's open topic. So get out there and talk to me. All right. Well, uh, with Kaepernick, you know, like I was telling you on Facebook in another conversation, I kind of agree with you. Um, Right. You know, he, he, he had a message to bring forward to the people that some people agree with, but he went about it the wrong way. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he, if he was going to do something like that, he should have told the team about it at first. Um, you know, I don't really see him being that very divisive within the locker room with the players because that very same year he did get an award that was voted by the team uh, for being courageous and so forth. So I feel like there may be more players in the league that kind of agree with him but don't actually want to go to such lengths to bring attention to themselves or the team they play for because they're more professional in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one area where I think Kaepernick lost some credibility was uh, – I believe it was a game, or no, it was a warm-up before the next game. He wore socks that were uh, pigged with uh, police hats on them. And, you know, stuff right. like that's uncalled for. You know what I mean? Like, um, he has every right to kneel during the national anthem. Whether we agree with it or disagree with it, he has that right to do so. Right. Um, but he could have went about it a better way to bring attention to the thing. And as far as, you know, no team signing him, he doesn't have the potential to be a starter. He definitely could still be a backup in the league, but no team wants to bring that extra burden on them that will come with the amount of hate that will be thrown at them for his actions when he was with the 49ers, basically. Um, but, you know, he has done. He has tried to do some good things. You know, I know you said the thing about giving a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. Um, from some things I read, he did give a million dollars to uh, helping black and white relations in the community or something along that line. And he also gave uh, some money to Meals on Wheels after cuts were made to it in the Trump budget. And it's, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Peter King, a Monday morning quarterback, but he mm-hmm. was talking about how Kaepernick is actually going to be working in social work in New York City if he does not play football this year. So, uh, you know, he's made some mistakes in trying to get his message across. 
but to say he actually doesn't have a message in that regard is kind of a terrible thing to say. Um, you know, it's not like he's like a Ray Lewis, uh, a Ray Rice, um, a Ben Roethlisberger, you know, someone who's been in trouble with the law and done mm-hmm. something wrong. He has kept a clean nose in the league. He just went about the wrong way getting his message out. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would happen to agree with that. And again, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, I don't dispute the right that he has for his for his First Amendment um, to get out there and, and talk about what he thinks oppresses himself and his teammates. You know, yada yada yada. Uh, however, uh, like I said before, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let everybody know out there, and there's a lot of folks that just joined us in the chat room. Hold your awakens. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, Doc DLB, uh, Flycatch, uh, LD1, No Way, um, and Bigfoot. I appreciate you guys just joining us. Um, please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you who didn't listen or didn't hear before, we're eventually moving over. Uh, Jay, I'm going to mute you. You got some background noise. Um, for those of you who didn't hear us before, uh, we're moving over to APR and we're getting rid of our BTR platform because BTR, um, for the money that we pay a month, is just not worth it. Uh, the sound, the sound quality is crap. Um, we move over to, to American Patriot radio. They just picked us up. And, uh, once we get over there and, uh, get uh, 110% up and live, um, we'll be streaming from their, a website in high definition. So we're going to sound a hell of a lot better. And there is a chat room over there. Jay, you are putting the wrong, um, you're putting the wrong link out there. It is patriotic dash radio.com slash APR dash live. Okay. So I want everybody to please, if you love big Sarge, uh, put all your, put all your, uh, put all your stuff aside. Um, Get over there to APR. Um, it only takes a second to re-register for um, on on the on the chat room. And once you get over there, uh, if you look on the left hand side, you'll see a chat tangle login. Go to that, and uh, uh, you'll get uh, you'll you'll see the little sign up thing. Sign up. It only takes a couple of seconds to do it. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you will. Uh, patriotic-radio.com slash, uh, forward slash APR-live and um, it's in the chat room. Uh, get over there, uh, register, because in a month, that's where we're going to be streaming from. We're not going to be here on BTR anymore. So if you want to support Big Sarge, if you want to support J50 and the show, that's where we're going to be Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, again, um, again, we're trying to push people over there because again, like I said, uh, APR picked us up, and we really appreciate what APR has done for us here in the in, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they have uh, they stream a uh, high definition. We're going to sound great. I'm going to sound a lot sexier than I already do. <laughs> Jay, he'll probably sound the same. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, with that said, I want to I want to let everybody everybody know. Please move over to that platform. I would really 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 appreciate it. We're going to be up here for another month on BTR. And then we're going to officially make the move over there. So we will not have the chat up on BTR. We will not be on BTR anymore. We will be in a month. We will be on American Patriot Radio. So I implore everybody to please move over there. If you love Big Sarge, you'll do it. All right. So enough about uh, Kaepernick. You know, it's funny because we always try to get back on. Uh, Actually, you know what? 
uh, Jay, do you have any more to add to that? Uh, no, not at this time. Um, I just uh, I just wanted to throw that thought out there. I wanted to get uh, Rondo's uh, opinion on that. And actually, I just wanted to say, Rondo, great to have you tonight. And uh, I also want to say, man, I uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Thank you guys for coming over. Um, leave BTR behind. Time to come over here and uh, rock and roll with APR. Right, definitely, definitely. And we want to also thank Rich for calling. You guys hang on the air. We'll get you back in here on the discussion in just a minute. All right, enough about Kaepernick. All right. Rich has been begging me. Um, I've seen it a couple of times uh, in the war room. So we're going to talk about Russia. And you know what? I'm going to let you lead on this, Rich. So you go ahead and lead on what you think is wrong or right. Or, or uh, you know, I'm going to let you lead on this topic. So go ahead and talk about Russia and Trump. Well, I mean, we haven't had any concrete proof on anything. That's for sure. But uh, your uh-huh. boy's not making it any easier on himself. Uh, you know, disclosing his tax returns would be an easy thing to do. I don't know if you saw that uh, report today from his lawyers that he sent to uh, Senator Graham where it said that uh, he has no ties to Russia financially with few exceptions, whatever that may be in lawyer terms. Um, I'm not saying that the man is, you know, bought and paid for by Putin by any means, but uh, he's not doing himself any favors by firing Comey or uh, being so, you know, nonchalant about things he doesn't want to talk about it you know he'd be better off just clearing the air with things if he really has nothing to hide and unfortunately he's just making it worse on himself wasn't so the did... liberal uh wasn't the liberal left screaming for comey to be fired when uh he pretty much sabotaged hillary's campaign no no no, no. Uh, hold on Let, let's go let's go back to the rush but let's go back to the russia thing in a minute i got a question about that so uh, you said about him releasing his tax returns. So what? Reagan did release his tax returns. Jimmy Carter did release his tax returns. So why does Trump have to do it? What's the big deal about his tax returns? I don't give a crap if he's got a deduction about this, a deduction about that. If I was a businessman, which I was a couple of years ago, I owned my own business. I got, I made sure I took advantage of every damn tax deduction I could. So what's the big deal about his tax deduction? Do you think he's trying to, to, to get over on the government? Um, I don't know what he's trying to do, to be honest with you, but um, what if it was Obama that was uh, not releasing his tax returns? How would you feel about something along those lines? I wouldn't give a crap about that either. Oh, I really wouldn't. Differ if this was four years ago when we were talking about it. You know what? Um, I, I wouldn't care. I, in my personal opinion, I only care that you're qualified enough to do the job that you're doing and you do it effectively, which we know the last eight years Obama didn't do that. Um, there's some things I disagree with what he did, and there's some things I highly agree with. Um, you know, we can't be the judge of that right now. Uh, most people will say you need at least 20 years to judge a presidency. You know, look at how uh, negatively Clinton was viewed for a while. Look at how negatively W was viewed for a while, and people's opinions of both of them have vastly changed since their presidency has ended. Well, I think that's because of Trump being in office. Well, that's, you know, how can I put it? I, I personally think right now he has a chance to make it another uh, four years. I'm looking at it like Obama right now and how would he do with his health care act. I really see the Democrats making gains in the House and probably taking over the Senate in 2020. But I see uh, Trump probably winning if things stay the status quo with the Democrats. You know, speaking of that, um, why is – and from a liberal standpoint, why do you think Hillary is so adamant about this whole Russia thing? Do you think she's going to try to make a comeback? Oh, listen, no. You have the wrong liberal to talk about Hillary. Um, <laughs> Ross, 
Sarge, you could go back and look at my Facebook page now that we're friends. Go back and look at things from uh, the election time. I was mm-hmm. saying flat out, I'm thrilled that she was losing. Reason being, it loosens the Clinton stranglehold on the Democrat Party, and Trump is performing beyond my wildest dreams right now. And uh, in all honesty, it's going to help the Democrats in the long run with her not being allowed to hold the party in her favor. And the way that he's doing things right now, it bodes very well uh, for us in Congress. So um, who at this you, point – You'll get no sympathy since, out of me for Hillary. All right. <laughs> since, since you're basically uh, – you, know, you lean to the left, who is your savior for the Democratic Party in your opinion? Bernie Sanders. Uh, right now? No, I do like Bernie. I don't see him running oh. again. Um, who I really like right now is Tulsi Gabbard. Um, Seriously, I'm really not a big Bernie? Fan. Bernie's a decent guy. Um, you know no, what I mean? Like please. I said during the last time I was on your show, I have a feeling like, uh, you know, your Freedom Caucus slash Tea Party people and your Occupy people really have the same enemies in mind. They just don't realize it due to wedge issues when if uh, they were really on the same page, it could really make a big difference. Go ahead, Rondo. Expand on that. Well, I was going to say that, that you know that you can comp- try to compare Obama to Trump, but tr- the man walked into a minefield, and everybody knew that, that as soon as he got there, he was going to what do they call the resistance? Because that's exactly what it is. It's a nonviolent civil war, and I think his actions now it's simply because he's tired of being t- attacked twenty four seven every single day, no matter what he does. Now, mind you, mind you, I think I think he could have handled he could have handled all this better. He should have known it was going to be like that. As soon as he got elected, I said it's going to be warfare for the next four years, and he should have been ready for it. I tend to think it's starting to get on his nerves, and he needs to, to look at things calmly and realize that this is this is going to be the status quo from now on until he until he leaves office. Right, right. You know? And you know, and you know what I thought, and I always think this. Bernie's the biggest idiot that could have ever run for office. I mean, seriously, Democratic, and he called it Democratic Socialism. Yeah, how's that working out for you, Venezuela? All right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Point, my second point to that is um, Bernie, I feel, sold out his, his side of the party when he supported Hillary. Yes, he and, did. And if he was anything, Jay, uh, Rich, I mean, if he was anything other than uh, a stuttering communist, he wouldn't have, um, <laughs> you know, he would have, he would have told everybody, um, you know, I don't support Hillary because look how much he destroyed her during the debates. And then just to just, I, I think he's a turncoat. I don't know what else to say. I think he's a turncoat, Rich. You know. I disagree with many things he did after uh, he, you know, conceded to her in the primary. Um, overall, I feel he has a very good message. Um, the status quo that we're living with right now, no matter a what your beliefs message. are, it's no, no, no. Come on now, come on. He's not going for. Oh, it. he's a complete. I'm not saying... He's a complete communist, dude. <laughs> Listen, J Five O. I mean, no disrespect <laughs> when I say this, but when you said Barack Hussein Obama is a Muslim. You kind of lose a little credibility with that man. The man is an American, no matter what you say, um, regardless of his middle name or whatever the case may be. All right, you know, I'm not expecting uh, any type of communist scenario, but uh, we do need to make some changes here. Um, we all agree that healthcare can't stay the way that it is right now. Okay, yeah, it no totally matter what party out. you belong to, 
most of us, I know some of you guys are vets. It's not going to work for you guys. It's not going to work for us, no matter if it's this Obamacare plan or if it's this Trump care plan. We really need to try something else. I'm not saying single-payer single is going to work, but we really got to vastly overhaul our entire health care system. The problem that we're doing is we're letting the insurance companies and the pharmaceuticals write the bill, whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans that are in charge. And that's the kind of stuff that's unfortunately not going to change. If you know, you name, example... one time, name one time in history, sorry, Jay, name one time in history that socialism actually worked. Can you do that for me? Oh, well, let's see right now. Um, you, I'm not going to say socialism in general, but um, look around the, the <laughs> well, world. What, what, what do you see? No. All right. No, no. Come on. All right. What, what, are, what, right. Are, what, are, what are plows? What are fire, what are fire departments? Um, you know, look at health care in other countries. You know, there's, no, there's no way to say that we have to go complete socialism or communism like some of you guys are saying. What you really need is a mixture of capitalism and socialism, unfortunately, in this day and age to make things work. Yeah, I mean, honestly, guys, seriously, it's how, not going to work how, the way it is. I mean, let's be real about it. Like, I'm not Capitalism. saying that, you know, we're going to send every kid to college or anything along those lines, but we really right. got to do something to actually make the standard of living better for everybody. Well, no, no, I, do, I don't disagree with you on that, but I don't think socialism is the answer to that. Now, how can you, how can you sit there and tell me that capitalism and socialism will work hand in hand? It, it, you can't have it one way or the other. You have to have a mixture of the two. All right. That's right. How, because socialism, be, there's socialism cannot exist without capitalism. Exactly. And there's some aspects of capitalism that most likely cannot exist without socialism. All right. Like, listen, there, there's so many things that we have that are socialist in theory in our government already. All right. Right. No, no matter what you want to accept it or not, that's the way it is. All right. You, you need to balance it too. All right, something shouldn't be for profit. Prisons, for example, shouldn't be for profit. Healthcare shouldn't be for profit. Other things absolutely should be, for the most part. Um, you know, you why want not? to make money on certain things. Why not? Why should someone? Why should someone's health in this day and age be a for-profit thing? You know what? Why I don't want be? this government. I don't want the why government. You, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use an example, and maybe you can you can relate to this as well. The VA is government-run. I don't want the government to run my health care. Because they can't get the VA together, how the hell are they going to expect to get um, health care together for me as, as a, in, in the private industry? The scariest thing you can ever hear is someone say, hi, I'm here from the government, and I'm here yeah, to I'm help. I'm here to help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, no, I really want to hear Rich. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rondo. No, look, at, I can understand what he's saying, but look at the, uh, when the government has tinkered with things and how it got worse. The, the subprime thing was all government tinkering in, in the mortgage business. And look what happened. You can look at, the, at Obamacare, which is, again, a government tinkering. And it, it was only supposed to be supposedly for the, the uninsured, but they had to mess with everybody's insurance. And that's what I'm talking about. It's not so, so much. Yes, it's a problem, but it's the, the answers to those problems that put fear in my heart. I mean, who was it that said, uh, well, it was Mark Twain that, that I don't know, it wasn't him, but... No man's life, liberty, or property is safe while the legislature is in session. And that's bottom line with it. The laws that they've, that they've written by liberals have caused, meant well, but caused more damage than what was there before. This is my opinion anyway. Right, right. Go ahead, Rich. Expand on that. Well, I mean, there's been many conservative laws that have been written uh, with well-being for everybody that have unfortunately backfired on most people. But I'd like to hear one. Many, tri 
trickle down economics. I mean, we're still trying that to an extent, and uh, look where that got us since uh, the 1980s. Well, I, I don't see how that necessarily would that got uh, got got us. Uh, 1980 was a boom time. Of course, yeah, we spent a lot more on defense, but at the time it was 1980. I can justify those those expenditures. You know, well, uh, I mean, hold, hey, when you uh, reduce taxes, on... go ahead. No, go ahead. A uh, holder awakens in the chat room makes a really good point. He says you have to look at all the government successes, and he says backslash sarcasm: Social Security, Amtrak, Postal Service, VA, and Medicaid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, here, all right, to, to rebuttal that, all right, you know, like, the government's not going to be perfect on everything, all right? That, that's obvious on any program that you're looking at. But to say that you're, we're going to have to trust private business to ensure fair health care for everybody at a good rate is absolute bullshit, part of my language. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have some regulation by the government, but some help with these, these companies. Um, look at medication, for example. It's sometimes cheaper in Canada. It's sometimes cheaper in Europe or Mexico, whatever the case may be. You know, EpiPens, for example, or, or other medicine. It's, it's a damn shame what they get away with. And unfortunately, the government's going to have to do something to help enforce that, and you're going to have to have some sort of compromise between the two. There's no easy answer from the left. There's no easy answer from the right. It's far more complicated than any of us can really resolve on this show, especially within an hour. But unfortunately, something needs to be done sitting here bashing liberals and liberal laws or Republican laws, really isn't going to resolve the whole thing. I wasn't yeah. ba- uh, bashing liberals or, or Republicans. I was bashing socialism and communism, which absolutely doesn't <laughs> work. If you want to see what, what, what happened if Bernie was in uh, office, just look at Greece. There's a perfect example. Yeah, I agree. How is Greece a perfect example if Bernie was in office right now? Please, please, just go into more depth about that. I'm, I'm, I, want, I want to know about that, please. Well, I'll ahead, you, I, if I may say something. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Ron. Yeah, the problem with a lot of these laws, especially the ones that liberals write, is that it does not take into, into fact human nature. And if you look at Greece, Greece, 25, if I'm correct, 25% of the population works for the government. They have a value-added tax on almost everything, which is why nobody buys anything in stores. They buy it on the black market where it's cheaper. And the problem with Greece now is nobody wants to pay for that overburdened government and all those so-called entitlements. Nobody's willing to pay for it. And that's why they're always in the red. And it's because nobody takes into account human nature. Human nature is what makes laws work when they're written correctly, you know, and when they're not, this is what happens. The, the, Obamacare, what, what, what 20-year-old who has mm-hmm. no kids needs a health plan with a pediatrician writer on it? Does that make any sense? And he's got to pay for that. And right. this is what I'm talking about. So now, again, no, nobody wants to sign up. They'd rather go ahead and take the, the penalty and the taxes than to be involved in all that. Didn't I think I, about that? Wasn't, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now I'm actually one of the one of the people that uh, that had um you know under Obamacare had gotten into that next tax bracket that actually lost my health care because of it and my health care increased like almost 50% and um when I got my first bill I was like you got to be kidding me you know and um I don't want to go to the VA and use the VA when I can when I have you know when I pay for public um or private uh, use but I mean when it goes up that much it's like, okay, maybe something's wrong with this and it's not right, you know? 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that doesn't seem to matter, supposedly, because of the greater good, supposedly. But I say the greater good at what cost? Right. The resentment? The anger? Is it... So let anyway. me ask you let me ask you guys a question and I'm gonna weigh in and I'll start out with Jay and I'll go down the line here. Um what do you guys think compare um Obamacare and Trump care. Uh which one do you think is better and why? Go ahead, Jay. Actually I don't like either of them. Um I think they're I I don't I'm not I don't agree with any type of socialized health care. Um I believe that you should work, get your insurance, do what you're supposed to do. Um, I believe in Medicare and Medicaid. I know that's a socialist program, but not on the scale of Obamacare or uh, or Trump care. Um, I like the way it used to be. I mean, I'm an 80s and 90s kid. You know, we I grew up in the boom era, and um, it put it back the way it was, man. And quit trying to rob out of the people who worked their ass off for a job, and um, giving it to these low lives who want to sit at home and get. <laughs> A paycheck in the mail. <laughs> right. What do you think, Rondo? What do you think, Rondo? Well, I, I haven't had a to be honest. I haven't had a chance. I know that the number of taxes were supposed to be eliminated. Of course, the Senate hasn't got their version, and so we really don't know mm-hmm. at this point. But um, I tend to think those those taxes are onerous on on the people who are just trying to make it. You know, and. Uh, if, if a lot of those goes, of course, they're going to have to find a way to fund it, mind you, you know. So, mm-hmm. And it's not going to be as as giving as Obamacare was, but that's the deal. Somebody's got to pay for this stuff, you right, know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree 110%. What do, you, what do you think, Rich? Well, Rondo, you're right. Someone was paying for it under Obamacare, and that was people that make over $250,000 or more a year were paying a little bit more to help pay for it. Um, I agree uh, with Jay that not, neither plan is really good. Um, unfortunately, neither plan went far enough. Um, that's the unfortunate problem that we face in America here versus some other areas. You know, uh, from some things that I was reading, it seems like our health care uh, would be fourth or fifth in the world in GDP if it was its own separate economy. And that's absolutely ridiculous considering the prices that we pay here. Um, Trump care is not going to work. Obamacare is not going to work. It's just going to continue to get worse for all of us with health care, unfortunately. That's one I can agree with Eric on. And I don't know what we're going to do. I really don't know what we're going to do, but the floor is yours, Sarge. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so what do we do, guys? What 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 is – is there there any answer out there for our health care? Do we just just, uh, implore to our our legislators and say, hey, dump Trump care, Um, dump Obamacare? Um, Let's go back to the old way and start all over again. Rondo? Yeah, I'd like I, I I'd like that. Yeah, that makes you know it's not going to be it's not going to happen, mind you, because I think Milton Freeman said that there's no such thing as a temporary government program, and I think the only reason we, we are going through this is because Obamacare is instated in something you just can't take it out, or you know something's got to replace it according to you know, and I don't think I, I, I agree with Rick. I don't think it's going to be any better than that. It was a screwed up law in the first place. So, Rick, what or Rich, uh, what's what's the solution? Um, honestly, we have to move towards something more like single payer. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Um, 
you're going to have insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies fighting this thing like hell if we were mm-hmm. trying to get out of the for-profit thing. You know, when you guys say you want to go back to the way it was, you want to go back to the 19, 1950s and 60s when hospitals didn't have boards and they didn't have dividends that they had to pay out to shareholders. That's what we really need to go back to. Right, right. Jay, got any input on that? I think that um, help, as far as like the hospitals and stuff like that, yeah, they are expensive. But I think the real problem is big pharma. Um, when you have something that takes them pennies on the dollar to produce and they're charging hundreds to thousands of dollars for, and this is medication that keeps people alive, that keeps people's quality of life, you basically have a, a hostile clientele. I mean, I mean a hostage clientele. You, they've got to pay for the medication. So I think that's the problem is, is right. this needs to, that medication needs to be regulated. All right. We got a new caller on the air, uh, area code 314. Who are you and welcome to the show and give us your input. Well, I'm Nate Pianchin, calling from the Midwest. And on this thing on the health care, I wish everybody well with health care. But I don't want to pay for it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> now, you talk about 24 million people are going to be without health care. Well, yeah, because you're not forcing them to get involved in something that they otherwise would not want to get involved with. And mm-hmm. if they like it, guess what? They would get involved with it. But this thing right. about mandating and fighting people is totally ridiculous. Look at the young people. You know, young people are invincible anyway. But at that time, when they're invincible, they're saving money to go to school, saving money for down payments for a house, and also doing the other things that they need to establish themselves so they can be productive citizens at some point along in their later life. Why are you finding the hell out of these people? It just doesn't make any damn sense. Right, right. And, you know, another thing, I wish Trump would go on and Congress would go on and move with this wall on the southern border. Anybody that's in the United States that's illegal, that does not have – and look, if you don't have a visa, you're, you're illegal. You're a criminal. That's what the law says. And they right. got to go. Okay, well, I that's, that's that. one point on that before we end. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Rich. All right, everybody, all right, listen, I, I understand the frustration with immigration. I'm from a small town called Hazleton, PA, where Lou Barletta is actually from, okay? Oh, God, don't get me started on Lou Barletta. I, I see my neighborhood that I like, that I grew up in, that was really good, look like the slums of El Salvador if I went back to it now, okay? But wow. everybody's sitting here blaming Jorge and Ramon trying to come over the border from Mexico, trying to get a job in a restaurant or in a goddamn farm. But nobody wants to really look at, you know, all the Chinese that immigrate here with money buying up properties. Nobody wants to look at all the Indians that come over here buying up properties and so forth. Everybody's hell-bent that it's all the Hispanic community that's coming here and plaguing America and getting a food stamp card and, you know, buying lobsters. But there's far bigger things to worry about with immigration than what's going on at the Mexican border. And I'll end it at that. Sorry. If you're going to come over to – if you're going to – I don't agree with any illegal immigration whatsoever. But if you're going to come over to our country and you're going to put more money into the economy and you might create a job or two here or there, then I would a whole lot better see that than see people coming over here begging us to pay for their life. Stay in your own country. 
Oh, absolutely. And here's the point. I'm not just talking about people on the southern border, even though about 54% of the illegals come that way. I'm talking about anybody. And if you come to the country and you want to invest, do it the legal way. I cannot go places without doing things the legal way. Look at the Mexican Constitution. The executive have a right to expel anyone that he thinks is expedient without court consideration. You got people trying to enter the southern border, and when they refuse, they want to file a lawsuit in American courts. Right, right. Not only that, I mean, look, 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 I, I keep trying to tell people when I, came for, I first came back, I got out of the military, I, I, I went to live in Arizona, and, uh, and um, my crew, I went to work on the uh, grocery uh, uh, docks uh, unloading trucks, and my crew was all Mexican, was all Latin, was, was all from Mexico. I mean, I was the only white guy on that crew, and I was a supervisor, of course. When we did our I-9, when we did our I-9, um, everybody was filling out their applications. They did their I-9 applications the whole nine yards. I had one of the guys come up to me, and his name was Mark O'Brien. <laughs> How many O'Briens are in Mexico? <laughs> and I'm telling you, we had to process it. And it went through, and he was okay. And, uh, you know, it's it, it just... And then a, a few months later, when um, I, I can't remember who exactly, uh, uh, when when uh, they were talking about uh, you know deporting everybody, uh, he's the first person that came to me and said, "Hey, can you drive me to Washington State to Seattle? I'll give you a thousand dollars to do it." He was wanting to run to a sanctuary city, and you know, speaking of that, we talked about that before sanctuary cities. Rich, what's your thought about that? About sanctuary cities, good or bad? Uh, Come on now. Can't say that it's good. Can't say that it's bad. Um, like uh, I said, don't go. Know, don't, don't, my... don't go middle line. Go, don't go middle line. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> this is the war room, baby. This is the war room, baby. Speak it up. <laughs> you know what? There's pros and cons to it. I'm more in favor of it than I am against it. Um, All right. Not every and person why? that crosses this border, no matter where they come from, is here to cause harm. Or do no, I'm not wrong, saying that. Okay? Many people do come here for a good, that. safe life. Um, right. You know, there's no reason that some of these people who may have crossed here illegally, who are, are law-abiding citizens and who really care about this country, should be kicked out because they came here illegally. There are tons of bad people that cross that border every day. All right? And, you know, unfortunately, that's part of life right now. But we're, you're going to have that. You're not going to stop it. No wall is going to stop it. There's nothing you can do about it. The best thing that you can do to stop that from happening is to help actually somehow make Mexico a better country with education and so forth. But that's not <laughs> the way you have to do it. No, no, no. Like, that's like, their country, dude. Let them work that out. People crossing the border. This, you there's just no way that's going to happen. You lost any credibility uh, you had with me whatsoever. None. Zero. I, I did just finish my fifth beer. If that, thing, that is the most ignorant <laughs> thing I've ever heard someone say on this show. I'm sorry, sir. But you know what? I agree with you to a certain extent. The people, the immigrants who come here illegally, if they're law-abiding and they're working and they're contributing to it, they should have some kind of vehicle which they can make themselves citizens, you know. But the problem is that that would be in well an immigration reform, and there's no compromise on that. Let, me, no uh, let me make a comment on that. And I'm going to say this very clearly. Hey, 314, tell us your name again. 
My name is Pianchi. I'm calling from the Sorry. St. Louis area. Let me make this very clear. United okay, States Statute, Section 8, says that when you come into this country, you have to have a visa. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you go to Sunday school every day. You are still a criminal. Yep. And then suppose you kill just one thing. Hell, if you run over a damn dog, you still are in the country illegal. <laughs> I don't know where we come up with this stuff. If people do, you're a criminal, and all of a sudden you do nice for another 20 years. That's a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, here's my thing, dude. I love money. I'm I'm a big fan of money. So I'm going to walk in the bank tomorrow, and I'm going to go take some of it and walk out. And they should be okay with that because I like money, and I really need it. And I'm a really nice guy. You know, I work, and I'm a police officer, and I protect people, and I put my life on the line. So, yeah, I should be able to go in the bank and, and, you know, take a few million. I mean, why not? Rich? I like money, too, Jay. I love money. <laughs> uh, We've got that in common. But, uh, no, seriously, like, right. I, I agree with Ron was saying before. And even uh, 314, I'm sorry, I forget your name. But you know what? You're right. It's not going to stop, though. You're not going to stop people from coming over the border. We, we have to figure out a better way to handle this. It's. So we just should give them a free pass? No. So you think we should just give them a free pass? pass? Absolutely not. No, I don't believe we should give anybody a free pass. Um, But, you know, the people that have been here that were born here now, what are we really going to do? Look at your boy Ronald Reagan. He granted amnesty to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Did he not? Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. We're we're, we're probably going to have to, like, you know what, if you guys want to build this this wall that's going to cost billions or whatever the case may be, you know, 45 says we're going to make Mexico pay for it. That's all grand and dandy. If you put that wall up and you grant amnesty to these people, which I'm not necessarily in favor of, but then you have a right to really enforce things strictly from that point of view. Right now, if you go around ripping families apart, you're going to have people getting into fights. That's going to get bad when law enforcement gets attacked. It's going to get bad when law enforcement retaliates against people when they're being attacked. It's just it's a it's a recipe for a shit show if that's the way you want to approach it. You gotta do something with all the people that are here right now. You just can't grab all of them and kick them back to wherever they're from. Some of them, yes, the bad ones, but everybody, you're just not going to be able to do that. Um. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the top of the hour, and I'm going to let everybody know again. Holger, Fly, Catch, and a couple of other folks that are in the BTR chat room. Please move over to the American Patriot radio chat room um, because in a month, that's where we will be, ladies and gentlemen. You won't be able to catch us on BTR. You'll be able to catch us on American Patriot radio. So please, uh, I implore you because, Holger, you know, you and I go way back. Flycatch, you and I go way back. I sure to hell would love to see you guys over there. So take a couple of minutes and go over there and at least uh, register for that chat room. Get in that chat room. And, uh, you know, within uh, the next month that we can get everybody to go over there, uh, you're going to see us over there. So um, I know you are, Holger, but you know what? If you love Sarge, you'll do it. And I know you do. So you'll go over there. <laughs> you know, it, I want everybody to know the reason why we joined American Patriot Radio is because we think and we know that uh, they have a message to get out. And, uh, you know, here at the War Room, we let liberals and conservatives both talk. We let them both air out what they need to air out. We both learn from each other, and we both uh, talk about the issues. Uh, we may argue the debates may get hot because that's what they call. I'll give you $40 if you go over there, Holge. Um, <laughs> uh, but when it, at the end of the day, 
the great thing about the war room is we may be sitting here debating and getting into heated discussions, but at the end of, but at the end of the show, we all still respect each other. And that's the same type of ethics that American Patriot radio has over there. So um, I implore everybody to uh, go over to American Patriot radio and, and please uh, it's Amer it's a uh, Patriot dash radio dot com slash live. Please everybody go over there, register on the chat chat room and get in there and chat. All right, it seems like uh, Rich dropped off. Uh, Rich, if you're out there and you're still listening, we definitely want you to come back. Um, I, I, I love to have you on the show. I want to hear more because we've got a couple of other uh, topics to discuss tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the call-in number is 929-477-1432. That number, again, is 929-477-1432. Uh, we're not over yet. we got another hour here on uh, – uh, the War Room with Big Sarge and J50. So uh, definitely stick around. All right, uh, we're going to get off uh, that whole border uh, talk because I tell you what, we could go on another two hours on that. Uh, we got some great, uh, um, uh, great guys on the line here. Please stay on the line. Uh, we just got 907. Uh, give me a second here, 907. We'll get to you. Um, so I want to talk about something. I want to talk about something that's. Uh, uh, that has been plaguing me um, all week. Um, we see that the left is constantly hammering Trump about Russia. Now, I'm going to start out with Rondo, and then I'll go down the line. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, seriously, do you think Trump has anything to do with Russia? Go ahead, Rondo. I don't think he has any. He doesn't have anything more to do with Russia than any of the Democrats do. There are many Democrats that are meeting with Russians. I tend to think that this is the only thing they could have handled on at the moment. They're going to ride it until they can't ride it anymore. Again, it's all part of this so-called resistance that they feel they're putting up. There. And that's what it's basically what it's all about. Until they, and, you know, the man has been in office long enough to have done anything, really. You know what I'm saying? So they, they 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 fixate on this, and they'll fixate it until there's no until it's bone dry and there's no nothing to be wrung out of it anymore. And then they'll go and find something else. That's just the way I have opinion about. It. I don't think there's any anything factual in this. It's just something that they managed to sink their teeth into at the moment. And it was and I believe it was all set up beforehand. Personally, myself, that's just my opinion. Right, that it was right. part of the whole resistance thing that they had when he won the election, and they all, you know, they hooked all this up. They went looking for this type of stuff before the man actually got got into office. This is my, just my opinion. Right, right. I don't think there's anything to it at all. So what do you think there, 314? Do you think there's some kind of connection? Do you think Hillary has a point there? You th you think that the reason why he fired Kobe was because he had a Russian connection? No. Uh, I read an article in the Washington Post headline 
Bill Clinton is the reason why Hillary lost. And basically because he had that mysterious meeting with the Department of Justice Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, mm-hmm. on the tarmac. Right. Then, and I like the, the, the other gentleman, to say that Russia had something to do with, you know, at first we, I thought that we was under the impression that they gerrymandered the vote count. Well, you mm-hmm. know, when I went into the poll, and I voted for Trump early and as often as I can, if I can say that, but right. I didn't see no cap side cable running from my voting machine over to the interface in the wall where it's going to the Internet. Mm-hmm. And there was no wireless connection to that machine. So what in the heck are they talking about? No, it's a bunch of more malarkey. This news media has gotten completely out of hand, and something needs to be done with it. It's just totally ridiculous. You know, it's it's crazy because um, I think Bill Burr said it on uh, Conan the other the other a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, that um, you know she had every opportunity, and we all know Trump talks crap on um, on Twitter. He talks he talks crap in general, and he's not the most presidential when he's giving his speeches. Hillary had plenty of chances to capitalize on that, and she didn't. I think she didn't surround herself with enough people. Uh, she sank her own ship. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. And this whole this whole Russian thing is a, is a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. What do you think, 907? 907, you're on the air. Yeah. Hey, guys. How Who? you doing? Who is this? This is Boyd. Hey Boyd, what's up, man? Talk to Boyd. Oh, I was, I was, my wine minded uh, drifted off reading Hex Luther's uh, comment in the chat. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, nah, there's. I don't think there's anything to this Russian thing, and uh, they're just uh, they're using it to as disinformation to keep uh, the population up in arms and not paying attention to what those guys are actually doing in Congress or in in the other election cycles. They think it's going to, they think it is the key to help them. But, you know, too many people already know about Obama and his uh, uh, statement to Medved. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also know about Hillary's failure with her reset button. And uh, you know, we were going to, we were definitely going to have a have a war with Russia if Hillary became president. There was, well, I don't know. She there wanted to sell doubt. him. Her, she wanted to sell Putin uh, our our uranium. So. You know, yeah, you know, no, 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 I was just no, getting no, ready no. to say, talk Excuse about me. that. Excuse me, back, mm-hmm. back, back up there, back up there, mm-hmm. just a minute, guys. All right. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't want to sell Putin twenty percent of our uranium. She sold Did. Putin twenty yes. percent of our uranium. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then got 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 money. Two point was a two point three five million in their in their foundation. Yeah, and in the form of donations from the very right. same guys that sold that good company. Are you right. talking about the Clinton Plus Fund? And if, and if anybody, yeah, anybody, yeah, exactly. 
Clint Cartel. <laughs> yeah. If if anybody has paid any attention to the Clinton Foundation, all of their donations dried up November yep. the eighth. That's right. As soon as he lost the election. Yeah, people wanted yep. their money back. Yeah, yeah, yes, they did. Yeah, their investment wasn't paying off. No. So, you know, um, what do you expect to see? You know, right. it's 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 a ruse. You know, they 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 don't have anything. They've gotten a little traction out of this Russian thing and they're gonna play it all they can. Because it's the only thing they have go on. Yep, that's exactly right. And I'm surprised because uh, Hillary received $500,000 for a Moscow speech from a Russian investment bank with links to the Kremlin, but nobody is saying anything about that. No. Right, right. Not a, not and you know a what? And, it, and it's crazy because a lot of her uh, campaign donations were from overseas, not only just in her... And you know what? I always say that. I always, I always hash every time I talk about Hillary or or, or Bill. I always hashtag the uh, the Clinton cartel because that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, and, I don't care how you look those, at it. Uh, Go ahead, boy. And and all of those donations, Sarge, are illegal. They cannot donate, or they cannot accept any donations. From out of the country, period. Yeah. Well, you keep story. believing that. You keep believing that. She certain the hell did. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! We got a couple of more folks. We got uh, uh, five one six uh, six seven eight. Go ahead. You're on the air. Tell us who you are and uh, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? I just um, I have a question about uh, a Donald Trump scandal that you know, of course, the liberal media is now uh, you know making a big ruckus about. Go ahead. Yeah, so you know, like the um, the Donald Trump Russian uh, urination tape that we heard so much about towards the end of the election <laughs> cycle. Oh, here we go. See ya. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to try to do two five one six five one six three one six. Let's see if uh, you got anything intelligent to say. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, the war room. Uh, he, was, he, was, he wanted he wa- he wanted to talk about the uh, the uh, uh, the poop on the on the beds too. Oh uh, God, we got our first trolls as a show here on BTR. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know we're going places. You're damn right. Thanks, Rondo. <laughs> wow, wow. You know, I always uh, back to what we were talking about. I always thought that. Uh, um, I don't understand why Hillary ran in the first place. You know, she, I I don't know, maybe she thought because she couldn't win the first time and she couldn't win the second time. Maybe she thought the third time was the charm. I mean, come on, you're going against Trump. You know, all bullshit aside, we understand that he's a, um, um, that he's a reality TV show host and he, and he, and, and, and that he, uh, he probably isn't the most presidential person in, in the whole world. Um, however, the guy never loses. I mean, the guy will tell you, I don't lose. And he had stated that numerous times during his campaign. He said, hey, I'm not going to lose. I'm the best person to go against you, Hillary. And if you go against me, I'm going to kick your ass. And guess what? He did. 
Yeah, well, you got you got to you got to remember remember this. It was Hillary's turn yeah. in the uh, in, in it was Hillary's turn yeah. in the lineup, and she wanted to make history. Oh God! The only thing she made history on was uh, being a three-time loser. What do you think, well, Jack? Sick and tired of them Clintons. <laughs> oh yeah, you no no no. I agree yeah. with you. Uh, I Absolutely. totally agree with you. Go ahead, Jay. No, I was just agreeing with him. Absolutely, as uh, I've really enjoyed his call so far, man. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, and and listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you right now, and 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 I implore, I invite any liberal that wants to debate me on this or wants to come in here and talk to me about this right now or talk to any of our our folks that we have uh, in the queue here. Uh, about the Clintons, um, the biggest, uh, well, the biggest scandal that I think even even bigger than than uh, uh, if if you want to go into the conspiracy theory stuff, um, even bigger than uh, uh, than the nine eleven thing. I mean, come on, it's the Clintons of all all people. You why did why did why was the left? You know, really 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 uh, made me kind of flip my flip my skull here a little bit was when I seen people when she lost they were crying <laughs> they were just like oh my god she lost <laughs> and they were just bawling their eyes out and I, I'm going to be honest when I woke up in the morning I was expecting that uh, Hillary to be our president yeah and so did I, I. yeah yeah so I, I was and uh, my you know, daughter I was, called me and said daddy your man won yeah <laughs> Me that, and my wife stayed up the whole night, and I was like, I was blown away. I was like, he's actually gonna win this. You know what? My wife said that same thing there, three one four. She told me in the morning, she's like, "Hey, your man won, honey." And I'm like, "Get out of here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. Hey, you I know what? And I lost so though. many friends. I'm <laughs> African American. You can imagine the shit I've been catching. <laughs> I lost friends, so I can imagine. Hey, a, fr- my, a friend of mine, he's dead. His son's got a barbershop. He physically escorted me out of his barbershop. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Maybe it was the safest thing for you to be have done to you because you may have cut your throat. Yeah, he had razors all over the damn place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, when I woke up the next day, and, and, and it's funny that you should mention that, uh, because when I woke up the next day, I posted on my uh, Facebook page, oh, my God, he won. And then, of course, uh, I, I hashtag get over it. He won because then all my liberal friends were just like, oh, my God, it was staged and this and that and this and that, blah, 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 blah. the Russians and, and the UFOs and, and, and gay 5 and, you know, everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I just couldn't he believe even, it. Go ahead. He go even ahead. overcame that he overcame that fifth column of illegals who was voting out there in California because that's the difference between him was three million votes. That's just about who yeah. all was illegal that voted. And Obama even told him he said that he believed illegals should have driver's license. Well, driver's license is a prelude of you becoming registered to vote in these states. <laughs> right, right, and and. And here's the thing about it. Um, the the funny thing about this whole situation is, um, you know, when I had a chance and everything calmed down, I had a chance to talk to a couple of my liberal friends 
Um, and two of them actually, just like you said, uh, 314, they, 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 they booted me off Facebook. And it's like, ah, whatever, whatever. You know, they asked me, why did you vote this guy in? World War III is going to come. Don't you know that? And I'm like, what precedence do you have? What proof do you have that Trump is just sitting there ready to push that big red button? That's all they had. I, I just couldn't believe it. That's all they had. And, and, and you know what? Um, during the whole the whole course of action, during when, when the when the whole campaign was going on, I, I asked um, I asked a couple of my liberal friends. I said, "Why did you vote for Hillary? I want to know why you voted for Hillary." Not one, not one of them could give me a pertinent reason why they voted. They gave me a tap dancing reason. Oh, I think that it would be great if she was the first female president. And, oh, jeez. And, and yada 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 yada. All right, we got a restricted uh, call on the line. We're going to go ahead and take it. Go ahead, uh, tell me who you are, and welcome to the show. This is Big Sarge. Hey, what's up, Big Sarge? It's uh, Jeff over here outside of uh, New York. Just want to say first hey. time, long time, big fan of the show. Hey, great, great, Jeff. I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, tell us your feedback on what we were just talking about. Yeah, I just wanted to know if you would uh, finger my butt. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to let Jay do that, buddy. Hey, um, can I get a contact number on that? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> wow, our third troll. We must be doing something right there, uh, Rondo. I tell you what, trolls. Uh, you know, if you don't have nothing, if you don't have anything to uh, add to the conversation, you know, don't don't come in here uh, trying to spew your bullshit because I'm just going to boot you off the air and, and you're not going to uh, uh, you're not going to come back on. Um, well, at least there's one thing. At least they're listening to the show. Yeah, you're right. Big time fan, long time fan. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, long time listener. Yeah, well, well, let's let's say, let's let me let me uh, have you look at it like this, Sarge. Go ahead, if boys. Those guys are call- if those guys are calling in and those guys are listening to the show to call in, the only thing they're really doing is they're upping your numbers. You're absolutely yeah. right about that. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate you that. Should, you- we should we should we should thank them. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you're 110% correct. All right, it's uh, we got 30 minutes left in the show, and I'm going to get to my my next topic. And you guys are more than welcome to to uh, to come out and, and uh, if you want to talk about a, a certain topic, uh, uh, go right ahead. Yeah, restricted? Not? I don't think so. Um, go ahead and uh, uh, let us know if you want to talk about a certain topic. Uh, you know, we uh, you know just jump right in. All right. Um. I would like to say, um, you know what, Jay, do you have a topic you want to talk about? Well, actually, uh, earlier today I was reading about something, and uh, I guess since we're uh, getting toward the end of the show, I can throw this out there. Um, North Korea is actually threatening to ruthlessly punish, was their words, detained U.S. citizens. Now, uh, in my opinion, is that something that could lead to us finally uh, getting into conflict? What do you guys think? I don't think so. You know, you got to wonder, what is an American doing over there in the first damn place? Yeah. You know? Yeah, not the greatest vacation spot, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. No. no. I mean, let, let me, uh, why would you let, go let there? Me, let, me, let me update you on Korea. And that's what we're talking about, right, Korea? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Why, why, why would we be there? Well, tell you the truth, we're in a war. We're in the middle of a war in Korea. We are only under a ceasefire agreement right now. There Agreed. Has been no, there has been no treaty uh, mm-hmm. signed. Right. So that's why that's why we're there in South Korea. 
So you're saying these people are spies? <laughs> now, we've been under a ceasefire agreement for the last 50-some years uh, with, with North Korea. Actually, um, I was stationed in Korea. for I stayed over there for six, uh, almost seven years. Uh, and unfortunately, my first wife was Korean. We won't go there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my first wife was batshit crazy. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, um, we were up on the North Korean border um, all the time doing our QRF, which we call Quick Reaction Force, which basically we were just a speed bump in case the North decided they wanted to come across. And um, the thing about it is uh, if uh, uh, they have I, – I don't think North Korea would be this stupid. Of course, you know, I don't know because Kim uh, Jong-un is just as stupid and crazy as his father was. Uh, what do you think, 314? I don't think that they would do that either. I think if, you know, uh, if there's any humanitarian aid that needs to go to North Korea, it should come from South Korea because they're cousins, cousins, sisters, and brothers. And the man, I don't think he's firing in the air as big Roman camels. I don't, I think he just wants something. And you got China, you got Japan there in the area. Uh, put more responsibility on those three countries. Korea, you know, we shouldn't be having, we shouldn't be paying for the military uh, protection for the South Korea. Korea is one of the leading economic forces in the in the world. Japan right. also. So right. why, you know, this stuff about the United States protecting everybody, and we're taxpayers are paying for it. It's just got to stop. We cannot continue to do these things. NATO needs to be looked at. The TPP need to be redone. NAFTA, the trading balance between Mexico is about $60 billion. With Canada, it's about 17 or $20 billion. That has to be changed. Uh, don't, don't let me talk about well, sanctuary cities. I can understand these mayors' position about these unfunded mandates coming from the federal government. Well, right. let's take some U.S. Marshals and deputize some United States citizens and let them go in there and pull these illegals out. <laughs> right. Now, now, you know like what? To, go ahead, Jay. I'd like to actually – there's another topic that I would uh, really like to hear uh, Pianchi and uh, uh, Rondo, Rondo comment on. Yeah, comment on. Um, I live in Louisiana. It's a big thing going on for us right now. Um, the liberal government in uh, in New Orleans, along with our wonderful John Bell Edwards liberal governor, are taking down all of the Civil War monuments in New Orleans, which have been there for generations. How do you guys feel about that? Well, me personally, I me personally, I think it's wrong because this, that is a part of United States history. They shouldn't be taking, you know, these liberal governments cowing down. Well, they're not cowing down. They, actually, those statues, I understand, some of those relics were, were uh, private donations. They weren't, they weren't paid for by the public. But all in all, the Confederate flag and those statues, and we had the same issue here in St. Louis, too, those are part of United States history. And regardless of what type of gloom it presented, it's still part of U.S. history. And I tell blacks all the time, I say, you know, you got Martin Luther King statues, Malcolm X stuff, statues Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the cities where you are presently at. But through gentrification, 
the next group of people that move in, suppose they want these statues moved. And what's your say going to be then? Right, right. Go ahead, Rondo. No, I, I, my comment is I think I commented on Facebook on this on this today. Will it will it help race relations? No, it's not going to make a change in that. Is it going to help black people feel better about themselves? Well, if black people felt better about themselves, they wouldn't give a shit one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's basically what it is. It, and it 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 is part of people's history. A lot of people identify with the South. Some black people identify with that. The history of the South, because Twitter's saying the whole thing, right? So I don't think it's it's it's, it's pandering. That's what it is. Nothing more. There's nothing more to it. There's nothing helpful about it. There's nothing that's going to really help anybody. It's just simple pandering. And that's the right. way I feel about it. Absolutely, okay. I feel the same way. Um, it isn't the fact that we're we're proud of the because I'm not. Even, I've, I've lived in Maryland as well, so it's not like I'm just from the South. But it's not like people here are proud of the fact that they were slave owners or proud of most of the people that here weren't slave owners. We're poor. Um, we're a poor state. Um, but it's, it's they're taking the history of our biggest asset we have in Louisiana, which is New Orleans, and destroying it. And uh, I, I find that to be to be very sad. And the fact that everything can be so double-sided these days, like they're crying for people to tear down uh, the uh, – tear down the statues in New Orleans, but at the same time, you have a TV show like Dear White People uh, previewing on, uh, I mean, playing on uh, Netflix. I mean, oh, God, don't get me started. Of, I mean, I don't understand <laughs> what kind of world... Dissension is everywhere. They do not want us to come together. They hate what's going on right now. Right now, we have two white guys and two black gentlemen in a room talking things out intelligently, agreeing with each other, coming together, and that is what they do not want. The, 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 the uh, media right now, especially Hollywood, is so divisive about keeping us apart, keeping us fighting each other. That's the problem. Right, right. 501, you're on the air. Tell us who you are and uh, what do you think about what we just talked about? Well, it's, uh, it's Mr. Ponty there, Sarge. Hey, hey Bruce. Bruce, welcome. Bruce. Oh, man. How you doing? So tell us, what do you think about uh, you know them tearing down the, uh, uh, the all the Confederate uh, history that's in the, in the United States? What do you think about that? Well, clearly, you know, in my opinion, it's wrong. Uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an owner. I'm a Yankee. I'm a Yankee by trade, but I live in the South. Of course, I live down here in Florida, and we've had a lot of issues with that down here, where. Towns are uprooting Civil War monuments, and and some are getting rid of them. Some have found places to uh, to move them other places. But you know, this thing about if you if you try to cleanse your history, if you try to just get rid of history, then you know you're doomed to repeat it. Remember that? If you don't learn right. your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. And that's an important thing here. You cannot you cannot change what's happened. What you have to do is you have to learn from those mistakes. And and I think that's the key here is. You know, the, the liberals, are, and I don't even want to necessarily pinpoint liberals. There are even some conservatives that, that believe that, you know, this stuff should happen. But there's right. a point in time where you've got you to accept what's happened and you've got to move on. And that's the problem is we're not moving on. We're trying to live in the past. So, right. you know. Right. Yeah, Golf Dog said it uh, um, in, in the chat room. Golf Dog said removing history is part of the Marxist plan. You know what? He's right. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, completely right. That's uh, that's spot on. Now, my personal opinion on it, um, you know, 
I don't understand why the liberal left t- has taken some so many years to you know come to this uh, to come to this uh, uh, you know at, to say hey we want to tear this stuff down we want to we want to take it because it's racist you know it reminds me of um, uh, um, it reminds me of of the, the 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 bad stuff that happened to us it reminds me of slavery well why didn't it do that the last hundred years since it's been up now all of a sudden it seems to be a problem with you just because you don't agree with it you know like i said before right. earlier in the sh- like i said before and earlier in the show i am so sick you know and some of the conservatives do this too um it's not just the, the liberal left of a very few conservatives that i've ran into uh, they've been more tolerant, and I use that word very loosely, but the left is constantly badgering about your being uh, about people being politically correct. Have we really moved into such a politically correct society, gentlemen? Political, political correctness, in my opinion, is the biggest enemy of, of unity. It's the biggest enemy of our country right now. I mean, a person can say that they offended, that they were offended, and all of a sudden, you know, they're they're supposed to be right, no matter what their their point of view is. If you offend them, they're right. And another thing that's driving me crazy is the fact that, like earlier when he mentioned Bernie, you know, sitting there wanting to talk about paying every student's uh, college tuition. Well, guess what? If you would have went in and got a degree in something that was feasible and not went and had like women's studies so you could go on grounds and bitch and complain about everything that's going on in the world that doesn't suit your pseudo uh, um, feminazi uh, platform, then, then you want us to pay for that? No, that's bullshit. Right, right. Rondo? Well, I, I think the political correctness is the enemy of the First Amendment. That's what I think. And then more frequently these days, the people want to stop you from speaking. And I always have to remind them that in this country, while it's not nice, it's your right if you want to hate a particular ethnic group. You just can't deprive them of their civil rights. You can say what you want. You can think what you want. You can feel what you want. But you can't deprive them of their civil rights. And people seem to confuse those two issues. Right, right. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Bianchi? Well, I agree with both of those comments. You know, in the last eight years, we have had some tremendous things to come upon American citizens. Mm-hmm. You know, I often say this. If the framers of the Constitution had the ability to look ahead in time, by the time they got done with that Constitution, it would be as large as a set of encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. That's right. That's 100% spot on. Boyd, what do you think, man? Did we lose Boyd? Oh no, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. And you, you want to talk about political correctness? Them, them's, them fighting words for me. <laughs> they should. Well, leave. that's why they you're should, in the. That's why you're in the war room, buddy. They should. They should leave those monuments right where they are. Those monuments tell a story, mm-hmm. and they tell a story yep. of of a man. Mm-hmm. Well, three of them tell a story of three different men of the same period, a period which was a very painful time in our history. But those were three men who stood out 
amongst the uh, Confederates. Right. You know, Jefferson Davis as the president, <clears throat> General Lee, the biggest, uh, the winningest general I think we have ever had uh, in this nation. Mm-hmm. And Beauregard. And that man was just just hard headed and he gave he gave Grant and the boys all they wanted. Right. But you know, the the thing about it is is that the side they were on may have been on the wrong side or or the losing side, but they mm-hmm. were still there. They were still admired by the by the by the uh people who they fought against. You're not going to right. take anything away. You're not going to take take anything away from Lee for what he did. And Grant mm-hmm. would not take anything away from Lee of how well he he uh, maneuvered and, and did you know fought his battles and stuff. Right. You know he right. cost he he cost Grant a whole hell of a lot of lives. Right. So but, you know that's that's just it. That that's part of of our history. That's who right. we are and where we came from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a part of American history, and and I I tend to agree with everybody here in in the uh, on the call that uh, you know we shouldn't get rid of uh, a part of our history because uh, like like we always said we're we're doomed to repeat it if if it definitely uh, happens in the in, in the future here. So Flycatch made a uh, you know we got 15 minutes left in the show, but I, I definitely want to talk about this. Flycatch uh, made a great comment, and I, I I'm curious. Because we have uh, we have um, uh, we have such a great uh, diverse panel here, I'm curious to, to see what everybody says. He said Obama is the reason behind what we are seeing. He planted the seeds for racism to blossom, and it has bloomed. I'm going to start with uh, with Bruce on this. What, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's certainly nothing to laugh about. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I would. To pinpoint and say, did Obama definitely do it? And of course, I'm probably as anti-Obama as, as anybody in this country. Uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, it might be a valid statement, but you know, this goes back. I will say, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned this because this this was on my mind the past few minutes. I do think that race relations have definitely taken a step back in, in the past eight years. So, I mean, it might be a valid statement. Did he really plant the seed? I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a tough one, but. If you look at the timeline and you look what's happened over the past eight, eight and a half years, race relations have gotten worse. I mean, mm-hmm. and that that goes back to this political correctness. You know, they anything that the, that the right says, they want to try to silence us. And we go back to this whole thing of tolerance. The left says they're the party of tolerance. Well, that's we all know that's the farthest thing from the truth. I mean, if the conservatives ever really woke up in this country, and we did this past election, we, we finally woke up and said, hey, we've had enough of your crap, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, and, and I could agree with that to, to an extent because there's no doubt um, you, you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, you look at the anti-cop movement, anti-this, anti-that, and, and it's definitely, you know, we're in a pretty dangerous period of time. Time will tell. Right. Maybe things will get better. But, um yeah, it's probably. I, I guess it really taking a, a look at it, I would probably have to agree with that because it's it's not good, and we just mm-hmm. hope that uh, maybe under this administration they'll they'll fix it. You know. Yep. Yeah, I, I happen to agree. What do you think, Jay? Do you think Obama's uh, part of the reason why we have uh, 
the seeds of racism planted in the United States? The way I look at it, it was more like a fire. It, it, and it, it gets bigger, then it gets smaller. It gets bigger, it gets smaller, but it's always there. And I think that Obama jumped on top of the pyre and uh, just poured his gasoline can of rhetoric all over it and just expanded the fire as far as he possibly could in the eight years that he was there. So, yeah, I do think he was a part of it. I don't think he was the, uh, I don't think he was the catalyst. I think the catalyst has always been there. I just think that uh, he allowed it to be put into the mainstream and allowed – um, people to take up for the the victim more. I mean, take up for the aggressor more than the victim, because that's that's typically what that is. I mean, you've got a guy here with an, a rap sheet as long as my leg, and he's attacking a police officer. He ends up getting killed, and now it's the police officer's fault, and he's been. Uh, um, vindicated through the court and put up on a pedestal like he was really someone when he was just a low-life gangbanger. So, uh, yeah, I, I do believe that uh, that Obama was uh, part of the reason, the catalyst that um, caused us to get to the point that we're at now. What do you think, Rondo? Well, I, I tend to think that Obama, while he was there, put out some very strange messages. I think mm-hmm. whenever there was any kind of racial incident, instead of saying, well, you know, uh, he trusts in the government to find justice for these people or whatever. He, he goes completely partisan. And he and, and the message is not uh, lost because there was an FBI report that came out recently, and they were talking about how the police forces are de-policing, which means they're, they're not, they don't want to get, engage in, in proactive police policing anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the politicians are against them, so it seems. The general public is, and they don't want to get involved in anything like that, and then they wind up being persecuted. Right, right. So, yeah, I think Obama did have something to do, especially with with Donald Trump getting elected. Right, right. Um, We got Billy Montana on the line. Billy, you kind of came in at the tail end of the show. I'm not sure if you hit the question or not, but I'll give you a couple of minutes to uh, answer the question. You think Obama was uh, a lot of the reason why we have this divide in America? Well, you know, I didn't have a chance to, uh, to listen to the show. I, I just flew back in from California. I had to do voiceovers. But I want to say one thing. Um, the left wing, uh, the Democrats and all these people, and, and I firmly believe that, uh, now we use the term Obama, uh, whatever, uh, the Democrats, anything that Trump does, um, everybody you know has a fit. It's like the Democrats wanted to you know fire the uh, the FBI director, when he was going after Hillary. Well, Trump says, okay, we're going to do it anyway. Okay, It doesn't matter what this guy does. They hate it. And the media, the left-wing wacko media, what they do, they attack him. It doesn't matter what he does, it's wrong. And I find that very hypocritical on the um, the left wing. Um, mm-hmm. is, is Trump perfect? Nope. But let me tell you one thing this guy has. This guy's got a set of balls, and he didn't give a shit. He's going to get it done. And, uh, you know, he tweets. He does a tweeter and all that stuff. And I think he does it just to piss everybody off, to let him know, let everybody know that, hey, he's the president. He's going to move forward. And it doesn't matter, you know, what the Democrats say, whatever. Um, Is there a conspiracy? I don't know if you want to really call that. Uh, is the Obama, the former uh, Obama administration, are they behind this, uh, this crap? Um, actually, in today's time, I would say 
a very strong possibility because they're not going to bow down. They're not going to go away because they want they want to take America back. But, uh, you know, Trump has done something fantastic. He's giving America back to the American people and they don't like it at all. Right, right. Yeah, 110 percent. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I wish we had Billy Montana the whole show, but, uh, you know, he hasn't. He just kind of came in here at the last minute. So uh, um, uh, go ahead, Boyd. I got a minute and a half. We're going to kind of close the show up here, and I'm going to give Pianti a chance to answer that question as well. So go ahead, Boyd. Yes, he did. He did everything he could to flame the, to, to fan the flames, mm-hmm. uh, not only with race, but with the law enforcement. He was fanning the flames for all he was worth. And uh, I'm going to drop and let the uh, uh, next guy go. It's wonderful having uh, you tonight, Boyd. Yeah, thanks, Boyd, for calling in. Uh, go ahead, um, uh, Pianchi. Uh, well, yeah, he we'll did throw a lot of things, you know, with same-sex marriage and this transgender. Now, that that was the law in Germany. You know, when you got men uh, going into women's shower facilities. That's a bunch of bull crap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And what they said, I believe Trump is, is, is uh, have his heart for America. America has been very good to Trump. And we have to stick with him because there is something going on. I believe that he was wiretapped. If you look at Rupert Murdoch, his mm-hmm. son was involved in some wiretapping scandal over in the U.K. Then his wife works for the Hillary Foundation. So there's something going on. We just can't put our finger on it, but there's something going on. Let me let me ask you a question here real quick, Bianca, and then we'll uh we'll kinda go into our closing here. Um, you know, and and Rondo, I'm gonna ask you this too. And the reason why I'm asking you two gentlemen this is because uh uh, uh you, you know you're black Americans, you're you're obviously conservative or at least you have some conservative values or you're leaning a little bit to the right. Um when he took office. Did you have the same nostalgia as the rest of the country had? And I'll go ahead and let Pianchi answer that first. Well, I voted for Trump the first time because he was black. I'm not afraid to say that because it was right. history. But the second right. time I didn't vote for him because of, you know, I'm a strong, I'm a strong protector of the second amendment. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen the attacks that was coming down upon it. And I just didn't like that. And here's the thing, fellas. Where does all this ever stop? You know, when right. you give a little inch, they want a mile. And sooner or later, you know, they always use the Holocaust victims in that statement about they came for the cousin, the neighbor, and so forth. Sooner or later, they came for me. Well, sooner or later, it will affect you. When I drive into Illinois, I have to leave my guns at the damn border. What kind of crap is that? So where right. does it stop? Yeah, I definitely agree with you 110% on that. And What do you think there, Rondo? Well, when, well, when Obama, when Obama was running, I, I was a, a Republican mm-hmm. since 1980. I'm a Reagan Republican, so I, I wasn't, you know, a lot of blacks that I know. Well, yeah, they were so wonderful about it. And, but you see, you got to understand, I had never had any doubt that there would be a black president someday. Right, right. There was never any doubt in my mind. I don't think but anybody did. Not this guy. I wasn't happy with it. I didn't like the church he went to. I didn't like all you know the, the things that everybody, the media kept sweeping under the under rug as if it didn't matter. No, mm-hmm. I didn't vote for him. I didn't. So you voted for McCain? Yeah, I certainly did. Wow. 
Uh, the first time that, uh, you know, uh, I will I will tell you um, from my personal opinion, I'm going to ask Jane and we're going to close the show out. Um, I actually voted for him the first four years. I bought into the whole hope and change uh, crap. And, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've never been let down. And you know what? I can't say to myself that I'm not surprised that it happened the way it happened. So what about you, Jay? I never crossed party lines. Uh, I would if uh, if it was necessary, but uh, I never felt that Obama would be a good president. Um, I voted for McCain. Um, never didn't really care for McCain either, but it was the lesser of two evils. The second time I voted for Mitt Romney. wasn't a big Mitt Romney fan, but I thought it was the lesser of two evils. Uh, lost both times, but no, I never uh, I never voted for Obama. Yeah, I always thought McCain was a crackpot, so I didn't like him or Palin. But that's another discussion for another day. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got about five minutes left in the show. We're going to go ahead and close it out with our final thoughts between Jay and I. I usually go down, but we have uh, a lot of callers in here tonight, and I just don't have enough time to go down and do every caller. I want to let everybody know to please, please move over to APR, American Patriot Radio. Uh, the chat room is a work in progress, so just go over there, get registered. At least you'll be over there. And uh, join us on 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays um, on APR. Um, we will be pushing people over to APR because that's where our platform is going to be. And we definitely would love everybody to come over there. And, and we appreciate everybody that has taken the time to go over there and register. Um, don't worry about it. Putin shouldn't be um, contacting you anytime soon from the chat room. So that's uh, something you won't have to worry about. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, again, I appreciate everybody that has taken the time um, to, to go over to, to APR. It's a great organization. We're proud to be a part of it. And uh, any help that you need, Doc Miola is over there. And we have a great show coming up at midnight with the Rev. So if uh, you need any uh, couples therapy, he's definitely the guy to talk to. I, I've had Privy. I listened into a show a couple of times. Um, um, I, I, I love the show. He's, he's a great guy. So, we're going to close it out with final thoughts, and I'll let Jay go first. First of all, I want to thank Doc Miola for uh, all of his help this week and uh, the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to the move to American Patriot Radio, and I'm hoping all of our guys out there will come over with us, and uh, we can have a, a good time over here, passing the time with some great conversation and some intelligent guests. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank Cherokee, A.K. Cog, Bigfoot's Place, um, B. Ponte, uh, Doc Miola, of course. Golf Dog, Tex Luther, Holger Awakens. Good to see you there, Holger. Uh, Ice Cream 9721, the Alaskan. Always great to have you here, boy. Thanks for calling in. And Versatech, thank you for being so active in the chat room tonight. All right, I want to leave you guys with this. Somebody very important to me passed away yesterday. Um, her, uh, her son, um, he's one of our regular listeners and chat room participants. Um, and he goes by uh, Capital Prairie. Um, and I just want you guys I just want you guys to remember that life is precious. Um, live every day like it's your last. Make sure that you leave a legacy and you can pass away with your children standing by the bed. Um, just make sure that you hold hold on to life because life is precious. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks uh for that. Um my final thoughts, and I'll try to make this quick as possible. America is united. President W. Bush complained, or, uh, proclaimed a decade ago after the horror uh, that the terrorists wrought in 9-11, and it felt that way. 
not Republicans, not Democrats, just Americans clinging to one another as we coped with the attacks on our freedom, on our security, our way of life. We mourned together, raised together, we resolved together. Uh, but it wasn't long before the perception of the United America gave way to the reality of division. Political polarization became the norm, and, bipart- and partisanship, gridlock, and a loss of faith in institutions returned in force. Um, I want to say, grow up, America. Start doing the right thing and unite instead of dividing. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And don't forget, we have a Conspiracy Theory Wednesday show at 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless you. God bless America. And good night. We'll rock. Fly.